Welcome to the most listened to golf in the world, the Fairways of Life show, on air, online, and around the world, with the most candid interviews. Like anything else, if you can analyze what caused your error correctly, then you're, you're home free. But if you just kind of, oh, well, I three-putted, well... Why did you three-putt? There's a big difference between being 50 foot in the hole because you hit a terrible iron or three-putting from 15 foot, which would really bother me because then it was a speed issue because you didn't roll it close enough to the hole. Taking you beyond the ropes. I'm not sure what was going on. Angel, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were going to expose me, but I was at Bevmo. Uh, I got a Patron margarita mixer, and I got some kombucha. Theater. Now, I take it that's not all just for tonight. <laughs> Unforgettable stories. Actually, you know, Hogan didn't cut the ball. So when he got rid of the hook and the ball went straight, in Hogan's mind, that was a cut. Times I played with him when he'd say, I kind of fanned that one, I cut that one in there. It didn't cut in my mind. It would have went dead straight. A bridge to the past. Years and years from now, Mr. Palmer, what do you want the legacy of Arnold Palmer to be? Well, uh, I suppose it's just that I have made a contribution to the game to help make it a little better. Here's your host, New York Times best-selling author and Golf Channel's Matt Adams. Welcome to the Fairways of Life show. One and all, absolute delight to have your company as it is day in and day out, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. Eastern time for our live show, and it is available 24-7 on demand all around the world in audio format as well, now in the television format and always for free at that. I know my first guest today is going to love the fact that we finished the opening of the show with the voice of Arnold Palmer because he had some interaction with the legends himself. So I'm looking forward to welcoming Dickie Pride to the show first up today. Then we're going to be joined by a player that I think it's safe to say is on, call it a fast track to stardom, but fast track is something that's been kind of warped in the world of golf because so many young players have burst onto the scene so quickly. But last year at the Travelers Championship, call them the Wonder Boys, but we were introduced as as a media entity and as a golfing world, if you please, we were introduced to uh, Victor Hovland and Matt Wolf and Colin Morikawa and Justin Suh. Well, Justin is one of our beyond the ropes for this year, 2020. And as bizarre as 2020 has been in every regard, it's been kind of a crazy year for him. He moves out to Las Vegas early in the year, tries to find his pathway, then the world shuts down. He's trying to recover from injury to his left wrist. He was a player, obviously, as noted, highly touted, but the other three have all broken through, one of them in a major way, but all three have won on the PGA Tour at their tender age, not yet him but he's showing some real signs of fulfilling the promise that all of us thought and hoped and knew that he had as well. And then before we finish up today, as we do weekly, I want to give you guys an update on what's going on with birdies for love because when you start to focus on what the best players in the world do just relative to birdies are better that they make, I'm not balancing them against bogeys and otherwise, which I realize is is an element of the game competitively, but when you're only judging them against birdies or better, it shows you how incredibly impressive they are. I'm talking about 20, 25 plus birdies 
in a week. Now, granted, I get that there are others involved as well, but we'll talk about that a little bit later on the program. And I want to bring you guys up to speed on where you can watch all the golf this week from the CJ Cup, the Dominion Energy Charity Classic as well. But a delight to welcome to the program our friend Dickie Pride. Now, Dickie Pride is a player that has won at every level of the game that he has played, included on the PGA Tour. Uh, he has uh, wins as well on the Corn Ferry Tour. He was born in Alabama and went to the University of Alabama, turned pro in 1992. Here's the numbers that I, that I think are incredibly impressive. He's played in 476 PGA Tour events. He has 50 top 25s, 21 top 10s, and in 186 web.com tour events, he has 42 top 25s, 14 top 10s, which means that this man has played in over 500 professional tour events. He's finished in a top 10 or better 34 times. At 51 years young, he's now a card-carrying member of the PGA Tour Champions uh, which incidentally is treating him very well. Four top 25s in his first four starts this season, including a tie for 14th this past weekend at the SAS Championship. And for a long time when he was joining us, he was talking about uh, kind of the nagging injuries. Cannot wait to get an update on how he's feeling, how it's going, and welcome Dickie Pride to the program. How are you, Dickie? I'm good. I'm good. Well, it's it's weird to be 50 years old and t- start talking about how the uh, injuries are getting better. But uh, they are. I, when I turned 50, I played in the Senior British Open and came home and promptly had surgery on my thumb and was out for a year. I, I didn't play in a tournament until Reno this year. Wow. Uh, I actually went to the – yeah, I went to the qualifier of the Allied Championship on the Champions Tour, missed by one, and flew to Reno and called me, you know, called and got a message that I was in the field at Reno. So I flew to Reno and played out there. It was like, it was the greatest year to like play a new course. It's like, come on, can we just play the old course? I know that one, uh, but played, made the cut and then got an opportunity two weeks later on a sponsor exemption into the Bridgestone players championship and played solid and have continued. It's, it's very interesting. I'm a card-carrying member of the Champions Tour, and it's difficult to get in golf tournaments. But oh, yeah. qualified twice. Yeah, I qualified for Pebble and had a good week and qualified last week for the SAS and played really solid. And the last three events, they took away the Monday qualifiers, but they're doing the top four on the money list, not otherwise exempt. So I'm in this week, which is great. Awesome. When you talk about surgery to the thumb or just general surgeries that you've had procedures that you've had work that you've had to all the injuries. Can you put a number on it? Uh, there are a lot. I've had cortisone shots in both shoulders, both elbows, uh, wrist, feet, knees. I've had PRP to my knees, uh, elbow, wrist, I've had surgery on my left elbow, right big toe. I had gallstone pancreatitis, so they cut me wide open on that one. Uh, the latest one is the thumb. I tore a ligament in my thumb, and my left thumb is now fused. It's the uh, same thing that it's the MP joint in my thumb. It's the same thing that Fred Funk had, and he went through the same surgery, which he has been great because I talked to him several times because I was worried I was never going to play again, and he he 
he coached me through it really well and was, I mean, such a great guy anyway, but he had the experience. So he, he helped me out a lot with that. Could you, when, when you're laid up for that long for a year, as you put it, could you have made it if you, if you were not a positive thinker, Dickie? I mean, you know what I mean? When the demons start to creep in and, and, and you wonder if, if time's no. going to pass you, if the game's going to pass you, if you'll ever be back to the heights of what you once were, how did you make it through the valleys of that? Well, first of all, I overmarried. Uh, my wife, Kim, is phenomenal. We've been married for 26 years. She's a unbelievable support and a, and a great person on top of all that. And putting up with me is just, I mean, what more do you need as a testimony of how good a person she is? But yeah, there are some dark times. Uh, it was, it was, it was really tough. Uh, you know, I, I couldn't go to Q school cause my thumb, I thought I was going to be able to, and that didn't happen. Uh, I had to take a lot of time off. I, I mean, I basically was in rehab with my thumb for almost two years before I had the surgery and a year after my surgery. Wow. So you just get in a routine and you just try to, you can't look at the mountain. You got to look at the next step and you got to stay positive that you're going to come back. And, and for me, it was really interesting because when I wasn't going to be playing the tour anymore, I never like read a lot of articles or tried to watch other guys because I was like, I always felt like it was my competition. So I didn't need to put them on a pedestal and I needed to, get better and, and work and listen to my teacher. And I actually read a lot of articles about golf and got interested in golf and what other guys were doing. And I, I learned some things I think that have helped me out. What do you mean? What, like what? Just, you know, what trying to do with their swing, uh, the whole DeChambeau thing of how he's trying to do it. I, I mean, ground force. Uh, I read a lot of stuff from workout things what different guys are doing to stabilize their body to get themselves get themselves prepared. I've always gone to the gym, but I've never made it the hugest priority. Golf always mm -hmm. took the priority over the gym, and it seems to be with where the game's going, it's becoming more of a priority. Are you now you're now that you're out there in the PGA Tour champions, which and I'm not trying to be disparaging, but back in the day, it was, you know, mulligan in life, go out there, play some golf, go out and have a couple of drinks, a cigar and a steak. How different is it now in terms of the level of competition, that fitness that you're referencing, everything that plays into being a champion out there? Well, yeah, it is definitely different. Uh, the best the best description is a Steve Pate, and he said, you know, it used to be we'd go to the uh, locker room afterwards and have a drink. Now everyone goes to the fitness trailer. So you, you go in and, I mean, all you got to do is look, watch Bernhard Longer. I mean, yeah. he is a machine. I mean, he does. I saw him at the Senior British last year doing the same stretch and warm-up routine that I saw him do 20 years before on tour. And he is consistent, and he does it every day. And that's what it takes to have the longevity. Uh, with the start off I've had on the Champions Tour, I've been very proud of the consistency of my game. Uh, I would like to get a little bit better. I'd like to finish and you know, I need to get some top tens. I need to put myself in position to win again like I did at Pebble. Uh, I need to not have the back nine I had at Pebble and see what we can do. But, yeah, it's it's very competitive. And there are some guys out here that are smoking cigars warming up. And there are some guys out here that are you know, running a marathon before they play. So it's just who you are. When you talk about, you know, what you're doing at, say, Pebble on the back nine, et cetera, is it fair to say 
that there's some competitive rust there. Again, I'm not trying to be disparaging. I'm just trying to get an understanding, no. uh, Dickie, of what you're going through. And from that standpoint, how does it affect you mentally? What are your emotions? And just kind of take us inside that world of, of where you're at competitively now. <laughs> well, I'll tell you a quick story on Ally Championship qualifier. I doubled my first qualifying hole and I came back and shot three under and missed by one. But I look back at, I have one of those uh, whoop apps and I looked back at the time and my heartbeat was 170 on the first tee. <laughs> so yeah, oh, I would say there's a little rust. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I care very much about what I do and I really want to do it well. Uh, the back nine at Pebble, yes, there was some rust, but more so I just played a bad nine holes. Uh, I really, I've hit the ball solid. I just really got out of whack there. Uh, I think I got in some, uh, again, back to fitness. I got in some bad posture and started making some compensation moves and it didn't work very well. So uh, there is some rust. Uh, I, I'm, you know, as you said, I'm a positive person. So I, I really am looking at it as what a great opportunity. What can I learn from it and how can I get better? And I think it, the back nine at, and Pebble helped me last week at, at SAS because on Sunday I had a bad start. It was playing really, really tough. And I hung in there and made some birdies late and moved myself up the board some. When you'd mentioned that you were writing letters for exemptions to these different tournaments, uh, if I may, with, yes. when you write an exemption letter, have, first of all, have you ever done it before? And, and secondly, I'm curious, what do you what do you write? Not not necessarily specifically you, but what do you say to a tournament director or committee and say I'd like one of your exemptions? You basically say, uh, "This is what I've done," and it, I mean it, it's difficult because there are a lot of great candidates. You know, I, I wrote one for trying to get in Tucson this year, and Judy McDermott that I've known for you know, 25 years and been friends with. Uh, she gave the last one to Tom Kite. I'm like, how do you not give one to Tom Kite? I mean, he's the greatest guy in the world of famer. Yeah, that tournament. So it's just things you just, your case out there and I'll you know, help the tournament any way you can. And you understand that this is a very difficult decision for them. And you just, re you know, tell them how much you want to play and, and how much it means to you. And you just go play. And it, if you don't, you don't get one, you go to the Monday qualifier. In terms of how much you want to play and what it means to you, what does it mean to you now that you're back out there again and you're seeing guys that you've been competing against for 20 years or more? Uh, how have you yeah. been received? What, what is all that like? Oh, that's been great. I mean, it's it. it so many friends and so many guys I've gotten to catch up with. I played with Jeff Sluman last week and I haven't played with Slu in probably 10 years and <laughs> it's been way too long. Uh, it's so much fun. He and he had Linda, Linda was, his wife was caddying for him. So we got to all catch up and just, it, it, I've been very well received. Everyone's great. It's, you know, I mean, it's the guys I played junior golf and college golf and tour golf against. I've known them for some of them over 40 years. So yeah, it's 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 great to see that, but it's also uh, it's also fun because we're all competitive. Uh, you know, when I played the last round at Pebble, I was playing with Ernie Els and Retief Goosen. I mean, these guys have been playing against each other since they uh, were young, 
and they both were in the mix. And it was funny because you could see how competitive they were against each other and everything else. And it got a little chippy out there a couple of times, like, you know, <laughs> come on, let's go get out. You know, it was like, I know that. I, uh, where's DeMarco? I, I need to go like yell at him. <laughs> That's awesome. Absolutely love it. So how excited are you for what lies uh, in the balance of 2020, this crazy year, but 2021 and beyond? Well, I'm really excited. Uh, I've put myself in a position where I'm in this week. The next two tournaments with the money list thing, it changes. So I don't know if I'm in. Right. It's the regulate difficult regulations to figure out out here anyway. And then with COVID, they kind of had to make stuff up as they went along. So it's, it's a little strange. I'm not, uh, you know, it's a lot of last minute, but I mean, Hey, that's kind of been my career. I've, I've spent, I've played a lot of events, but I've, I've flown to events on Wednesday to play Thursday and you just, you know, you can't, you you try to get away from what you gotta, you know, what you gotta do and you just try to take care of what you can do and let the other stuff fall. And, and it's funny because every, I I get text and I, I had a rules official come out in the, in the, in the fairway last week in the first round saying, I thought you were in next week. You're not in now. What's going on? I'm like, uh, can I hit the six iron? I I'm having enough trouble with golf. Can you just give me a break here? You know, I'm like, you're the one that's supposed to know these regulations. Not me, man. Come on. How about sponsors, Dickie? How are you doing with that? I am very fortunate. Uh, fairway and green has been phenomenal to me. Uh, zero restriction outerwear as well. Uh, Stevens Incorporated is my main sponsor. They're in the event, the investment group uh, out of Little Rock. Uh, Mr. Stevens is former chairman of Augusta National and Warren Stevens' son now runs a company and they have been absolutely phenomenal to me. Uh, stuck by me, helped me out when, you know, I had surgery. It, I, was, I was scared and they were there for me and that, that meant a lot to me. So... The one thing I found out here is there, you know, you play what you want to play. There are not a lot of deals as far as, you know, full staff deals and and what they do. And so you just, you go play what you want to play and try to make your money on the course. It's kind of like a throwback to when, you know, playing the mini tours and, and when I first got on tour. Yeah, it's a little bit like the Wild West, the way you're you're describing it too. Even when you're, you're talking about somewhat of the stature of Tom Kite needing a sponsor's exemption to get into an event, pretty amazing. Uh, before yeah. I let you go today, yeah. because you mentioned Bryson and you know the strength and the weight gain and, and the distance and all the rest, from a, not I'm not asking you to speak for the PJ Tour champions, but from from that generation, if you please, to generalize, uh, when you look at what Bryson is doing. What's the reaction? I mean, I'm sure it comes up in the locker room, but what's the general reaction in terms of what's happening in the game right now, distance or otherwise? Well, I think everyone realizes distance is an advantage. Uh, but, I mean, I personally, uh, I can't speak for everyone. For Personally, for me, I give the guy credit because I can't tell you how many people I respect in the game of golf, professionals and friends that, you know, mentors that said, don't chase distance. You're going to ruin your game. You're going to ruin your game. Uh, the guy said, this is what I'm going to do. And let's see what happens. And he had the guts to do that. And obviously it's paid off in the short term. And, and I mean, he was a good player before, but you know, winning us open and winning tournaments, the way he's winning them, it's paying off. Uh, 
what the long term is, I don't think any of us know, but I give the guy credit for at least having the guts to try it. And I think, especially out here, you tend to lose distance as you get older. I mean, being 51, playing against guys that are 56, 57 that I've played against forever, all of a sudden I'm the same length, if not a little further than them, and I've never been longer than them. And I don't know that that's because my my thumb is better and I can actually swing at it hard again, uh, or if it's, you know, age that's helping me. I don't know, but I know it's an advantage if you can, you know, if you're not hitting it off the map, if you can drive it further, it's a, it's an advantage. And, but there are some guys out here that just, I mean, Ernie Els and Retief, they both vomit. Uh, Brant Job, I played with West Shore last week. They all hit it a long way and 300 yards easy. Not that that's a big deal on the PGA Tour, but out here it's pretty darn good. That is pretty darn good. Dickie Pride, thank you for joining us, my friend. We're really excited about what you're doing and where you're going. We wish you the very best. It's great to see you back out there competing. And the way you're going, the arc that you seem to be on, you're close. Dickie Pride joining us live on this Tuesday. Great to hear from him and, and awesome to have the company of Dickie Pride at any time. But certainly now when he's back competing again and feeling strong again and able to go out there and get some things done. So we'll keep a close watch on everything that Dickie Pride does as he progresses. Uh, BenHoganGolf.com, you want to talk about a legend? Uh, you can log on to BenHoganGolf.com and see the legendary equipment that they are offering. You're talking about micromanufactured products that have all of the latest technology built into them, but... You'll save a 40%, 50% retail markup because it's a direct relationship between you and Ben Hogan Golf. Check it out today when you get an opportunity just by simply logging on to BenHoganGolf.com. You can also log on to FrenchLick.com and you can see the wonderful resort that we just returned from. We had an amazing time there. It was everything about it. It was the history of where we were. It was the way that it's been lovingly restored into what I think is a museum for, for a place and point in time with all of the modern amenities built around it, the luxuries such as it is, you can check out FrenchLick.com anytime you want and plan accordingly because they are back in full swing. And that includes the casino. It includes that beautiful Pete Dye golf course up on the hill and what I think is one of the best Donald Ross golf courses anywhere in the world. Back with more of the Fairways of Life show after these words. And when we come back, one of the Wonder Boys is going to join us, a young man that seems destined for success. If you listen to the wind, you can hear it. That's Ireland calling you home. Home to the greatest Lynx golf courses in the world, defined by soaring dunes, undulating fairways, venerable bunkers, and whimsical green complexes. From Royal Portrush in Northern Ireland, site to the 2019 Open Championship, to Ballyliffin, La Hinch and Ballybunion, numbering among the Lynx golf masterpieces awaiting your golfing sojourn. Come home to Ireland and enjoy the most incredible golf experience of your life. Get started at Ireland.com. Nestled amongst the hills of the Hoosier National Forest resides a classic American destination, the French Lick Resort. Experience the ultimate in golf at the Pete Dye Course at French Lick, voted number one course in Indiana on Golf Week's Best You Can Play for 10 years in a row. The Donald Ross Course at French Lick has been named Indiana's number two course in Golf Week's Best You Can Play rankings every year since 2011. Come experience old world opulence amid modern comfort served with Midwestern charm. Visit FrenchLick.com. 
FootJoy, the number one outerwear brand in golf, is committed to helping you extend the golf season as long as possible this year by providing the best gear to make every day playable. The new Hydro Series line of jackets provides you with the ultimate protection wherever you're teeing it up this season. Whether it's the Hydro Light, the perfect lightweight summer jacket, or say golf in Florida, Arizona, the Hydro Knit, which protects like a rain jacket but feels like a mid-layer for places like California or the Carolinas, FootJoy has a rain protection to keep you dry and playing through any weather. Also joining the FJ Performance lineup this year is the all-new Hydro Tour Rain Jacket, designed to withstand the most extreme weather conditions. Play more golf this year and get the gear you need to play in those conditions. Visit footjoy.com slash M-E-D-P. What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? It's fear of logistics. I don't know where to stay. I don't know how to get tea times. I don't know where to go. I don't know who should take me there. Well, I'll tell you who knows the answer to all those questions. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. That's why the Fairways of Life show has aligned ourselves with these experts. And is there some place you want to go, like the Open or a President's Cup or a Ryder Cup? They can take care of that as well. What is your golf bucket list? Where do you want to go? Do it with TheGolfTravelGroup.com. It screams. It tracks. It's soft. It reacts. It is the all-new Tour B with a game-changing reactive cover designed to spring faster off your driver and stick longer to your wedges. Try the new Tour B. The Tour Ball. Reinvented. The best golf experiences are the unique ones that combine breathtaking beauty, inspiring designs, and refined luxuries. Streamsong Resort, conveniently located in Central Florida, is unlike any golf experience you've ever had. Award-winning courses by Corin Crenshaw, Tom Doak, and Gil Hans will challenge and amaze in a dunescape you'll swear cannot exist in Florida. Awaken your senses then at their opulent spa or enjoy world-class bass fishing, archery, or clay shooting. The options are endless, and you can cap it all off with luscious and distinctive culinary choices to delight any palate. Visit StreamSongResort.com today to plan your golf trip. That's everything that you would want and nothing like you've ever experienced. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Delighted to have your company from wherever around the world you're joining us today, be it on the audio side or on the television side. Your company is always most welcome indeed. So too with our next guest, as I was telling you in the last segment, really excited that Justin Saw is joining us on the show again today. It's been a couple months since we were able to catch up with him. And in the interim, he was already showing signs and he told us that he was feeling good and he was ready to go. But man, is it working for him now? Justin was born in San Jose in 1997. He began playing tournament golf at a very young age for Justin. In fact, at the age of six, he shot his first 72 at the very next year. At seven years old, he qualified for the USGA junior amateur four times Only a few others have done so, and that list includes names like Tiger Woods and Jordan Spieth. He rose to number one in the world in the amateur rankings 
He went to college at USC. While there, he was a two-time Ping All-American first-team selection in 2018 and 19, a four-time All-American overall. He was a three-time All-Pac-12 first-teamer and a 2018 Pac-12 Player of the Year. He is a USC's career record holder in rounds in the 60s, 64 of them, in fact, in season record holder in stroke average of 68 and his wins, of which there were five, both came in 2018. He was a three-time Pac-12 all-academic selection who graduated with a degree in business administration in 2019, and then he turned professional. Last year, he played in five events on the PGA Tour Latin American Tour, and he had four top tens and a runner-up finish. Justin is off to, as I mentioned, a flying start to begin this wraparound season of 20 and 21. Uh, he's finished tied for 14th at the Corrales Punta Cana Championship and just this weekend playing last on a sponsor's invite at the Shriners a home game for him now that he lives in Las Vegas. He shot 66 and 67 on the weekend. He finished tied for eighth, yes, which gets him a spot in the upcoming Bermuda Championship as well. So he's joining us, and we're absolutely delighted to catch up with him. Justin, how are you doing? Matt, how's it going? Thanks for having me on. I'm doing well. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you on, my friend. Okay, so last time you were with us, you told me that the left wrist was feeling good. You were feeling good. You thought that you were in the right place physically, emotionally, preparation-wise. What's happened? What's coming together? What's working? Uh, it's been a crazy couple of months, um, especially from the start that I had at Barracuda, um, getting a top 20. It was, I think it was a top 25 finish there, and then um, getting a spot into Punta Cana and finishing T16 and a T8 this week. It's been, it's been a wild two months. Um, you know, I've been, after all the stuff that we went through last year and, and with the wrist injury and a couple swing changes, it's, it's nice to be back in the, uh, in the mojo of just, just competing and playing golf and uh, making birdies. So it's been a lot of fun. You know, when you were introduced along with uh, Matthew and with Victor and Colin, kind of the Wonder Boys at the Travelers in your second event on the PGA Tour, it looked as though the path was paved with gold and it has done very well for them. As you noted, you had injuries. There were reasons that there were valleys and bumps in the road. When that happened, did you get a sense that people in some way had almost given up on you and did that pressure from whatever source, be it the way that you were playing or how hard you were working, did that ever affect your confidence level as well? Um, not, I wouldn't say, I mean, right when, I mean, the wrist injury was right out of college. So right when that happened, um, it was tough playing and all the sponsor invites, uh, just a little back of the field. Um, so when we were playing in all those and we were getting, you know, the PGA rough, it's uh, it's a little different feel, and it just wasn't. I just wasn't comfortable, and then to see Colin, Victor, and Matt just take off, it's definitely. Uh, it was definitely something to kind of just look at, and you know, like I was super happy for them, and uh, it was almost just a little bit of a like a motivator. So mm-hmm. once my season was over and the year was over in December, and I had a I had a few starts uh, in the beginning of 2020. Uh, we played in. Farmers, or we played in Farmers, AT&T, and Puerto Rico. And even though I didn't make those cuts, the game was turning around. My swing was getting a little bit more comfortable. 
so I was I was still pretty pretty comfortable to see like where my own game was heading and mm-hmm. to see all the other guys winning tournaments it definitely bugs you a little bit I wouldn't say it didn't um, but for I mean fortunately for me during the whole 2020 pandemic um, golf courses were still staying open so that was a time where I was able to just kind of buckle down and get to work uh, get back to the basics of where I improved so much in collegiate golf working with Coach Zambri and working with um, our old sports psychologist, Kevin Duke and figuring out things that I can do to get ready for this, for the sponsor invites that were, that were coming. How and did, go ahead, Justin. I was, I was just curious no, about was, you mentioned uh, Kevin. What was mm-hmm. it that, is there anything different that he worked on with you now versus when you were in college? Um, I think I have better feedback. Um, before, when we're starting in those first five events, um, it wasn't, it wasn't great feedback on my part. It's a two way street when we work together, he listens to me and I listen to him. So for me to kind of come back after the whole season was over and uh, we had some downtime, I was able to really deep, de- like dive deep into like what I was feeling, what went wrong, what, where we can improve on. And, uh, yeah, we just, we just buckled down. We started getting back to just the basics first. And then we started developing just a program where, before events, I, I give him a call and then we just kind of kind of talk things through. And it's, uh, it's been very beneficial um, just from the results that I've been seeing. And, and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun just to be out there on the leaderboard. So from the standpoint of, uh, call it managing expectation or your overall perspective, working with Kevin, working with Coach, all the rest – are you back to where you used to be or are you at a different place and how would you define it? Uh, I'm at a different place, um, especially with my ball striking. Um, I mean, I think just this past week I was eighth in the field and I stroke gain approach, uh, approach to the awesome. green, which is, wow. which is something that we worked really hard on between me and coach Zambri. It's just doing our drills, buckling down on getting the numbers, right, hitting the right shots, working on how to take off yardage. And to do that week in, week out in different conditions, like going from Barracuda to Punta Cana, where it's at elevation, then you're at sea level, and then coming back to Vegas, where you have just a little bit of elevation. Um, and to be able to go through those three different conditions and still perform the way I did um, with, with our irons and approach to the green, it was, uh, it, just, it was so satisfying just to see the hard work pay off. You mentioned Vegas, of course, the home game for you, if you will. I know you moved there, what was it, January, February this year, if I remember correctly? January. January. Why was it Vegas? What What was it about Vegas that, that drew you? Uh, I've, I've always been a West Coast guy, um, especially growing up in California. It was hard to go somewhere so far on the East Coast, and Vegas seemed the best spot closest to home. And I'm also a huge nature guy, so I, I love to go on my hikes, and it's only an hour drive to Mount Charleston, which I've been doing a lot of hikes going out there, or if I want to drive up to Truckee, um, it's a seven-and-a-half-hour drive. I'm going there next week, wow. uh, Truckee and Lake Tahoe. So um, I love to go on, like, a little road trips. I love to go on, go out and uh, go outdoors. And to see my family, too, is just a short drive, just less than seven seven hours, so... It's nice to still be close to home, but be a way where I can focus and, and still get some good practice in. What about, uh, Justin, I mean, young guy, what about a social group and, and friends? Because at golf, for, for all of the glory that everyone feels everything is draped with, 
it can be a lonely pursuit. How are you, how are you doing just having a group of friends to hang with? Uh, it's been great. I mean, this whole pandemic, it kind of teaches you to stay in touch with your friends from college through media and just through FaceTime and, and you know, phone calls. And uh, I'm sure everyone had to deal with that during this whole pandemic and learn how to keep in touch. But fortunately, I've got great friends who, um, who are all my roommates throughout college. A lot of them were on the tennis team and a lot of them were on the golf team. So I st we still have a fantasy football league going on. We still we still keep in touch through FaceTime and uh, it's been really nice. I mean, they're they're I mean they're texting me every day. We call almost we keep in touch almost every day, and we're just we're just shooting jokes back at each other, and it's it's a lot of fun. That is very cool. Obviously, you noted a strokes game approach, so your ball striking is really rounding into form. Right now, I'm curious as a young guy, you see what Bryson is doing with putting on the weight and, and gaining the distance and all the rest. But you had a wrist injury. I know fitness is important to you. How much can you do? How much have you thought to do? And how much do you want to stay away from just to make sure you keep everything good and healthy? First of all, I mean, what Bryson's doing, it's super impressive. Um, I grew up with him. We played a lot of golf together in Northern California um, as a jun like as juniors. And he's never been afraid to try something that he thought would improve his golf game. Um, that's something I respected so much about him. Um, but what he's doing right now, it's, it's pretty unique. It's, I mean, it's an eye catcher. We were, I mean, as Shriners, I was talking to him and he's, he's busting balls over, over the fence where I thought was not possible. Um, and so, and some of those highlights that he has on, on PGA tour, where I play at a golf course every day and to see some of those drives that he hit, I just, it blows my mind. Um, but as for me, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm on my own path I, I mean I don't have the same body type as Bryson I don't see myself going up to you know 200 right. uh, most power ball speed but um, it's some, I'm still focused on the stuff that I'm working on I mean speed is definitely a, uh, a benefit to have on on tour but um, I mean I, I, I try to progress slowly um, I mean I'm not going on the range and just hitting balls as, as hard as I can I know it's going to be a process but hopefully in, in the next year I can make some improvements in that category just it, so it helps people that may be watching us or listening to us around the world in terms of preparing for their own game, how much time do you spend as part of your fitness program with, say, yoga or stretching versus weight training or aerobics? So um, I actually, during the pandemic, because gyms were all closed down, I have gotten into running. Um, just not, not much, just 20 minutes a day, um, just something to get, get the heart racing a little bit. Mm -hmm. But Ever since I was younger, I was a huge, like I stretch a lot. Um, I remember in college, I had a little bit of a pinched nerve on my lower back uh, and I went to our trainer, it was early freshman year. And he showed me a couple more stretches to add onto my routine. And ever since then, I stretch almost twice a day before my round, before I practice every day. Um, and usually afterwards at night when I'm watching a Netflix show or something, I'm always kind of moving. So I'm stretching nonstop, and that's something that's just part of me and part of my routine. What are you binging on with Netflix since you brought it up? Um, oh, my gosh. I mean, I've watched – I've been on a Grey's Anatomy um, My wife loves tear. that show. Yeah, too. I know. I know. It's, it's not the most masculine show, but I love it. It's, it's, uh, it's good drama. <laughs> Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders, I've yeah, watched. Uh, yeah, that's Netflix. I've watched two seasons of it. Um, I just, I just, I haven't got back to it. I, I probably will uh, soon. 
How about Cobra Kai? That new the one from the Karate Kid? I haven't gotten into Cobra Kai. There's something weird with me where it's hard for me to watch a new show. I love rewatching shows. Because oh. when I watch them the first time, I don't... It's more for just like background noise or I'm just kind of watching it just as an easy listen. So I need to rewatch it. I keep picking up things that I missed. And I watch probably shows three or four times before I move on to a new show. So <laughs> I, think I don't know which Anatomy one the next one will like, be. I think that's been on for close to 100 years, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's 16 seasons, and I've ran through it 16. a few times. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is too classic. All right. Yep. So our, our guest is Justin Saw. He's one of our, those guests that join us from what we call Beyond the Ropes, and it's our opportunity to do exactly what we're doing and talk to a young player about the experience that they're having out there and how their road is going so that we get to know them better. It includes everything that they're doing, include what they're doing with the sponsorship so that they can have the backing to continue to continue down this pathway. How are you doing with the sponsors? Is that going okay for you? And you can tell us who they are, if you please. Yeah, so uh, I'm still with Puma and Cobra Golf. Um, we have MGM Resorts, and it's nice to be in Vegas to, uh, to be able to go to those properties and have some nice dinners. Cool. And tell us with the ball. So, um, I mean, Cobra Cobra Golf. I know uh, we're we're still working on putting some more clubs in. I'm getting more comfortable with uh, with the stuff that they're coming out with. So I'm excited excited to see where uh, where it leads us to next. When you're working on the clubs, and, and you said you're getting excited about, it, they know that, that that's a that's a strategy. There's there's tactician involved. There's performance involved. There's measuring of numbers involved. But last time I think, or the time before that, you were with us. You you were telling me about the time that you spend in meditation, and also about the time that you spend drawing. So I'm kind of curious as we think about, because here we were talking about the mental approach to the game and expectation and, and being aggressive where you can be and being patient where you have to be. I'm curious, Justin, would you define yourself more artist, athlete, technician? Where would you fall on that spectrum? Just all in the middle, all things in moderation. I think, I think I've mixed a lot of the things that are beneficial to me at a very even level. I don't take anything too extreme. Um, I know what works best for me now. I've had a better understanding of what's gonna prepare me to perform at my best before a tournament. Um, and that goes on in the whole planning of the whole week, how, how many holes you're gonna play on a Monday through Wednesday, what I'm gonna do in the mornings or night uh, in between tournaments. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I figured out uh, the hard way uh, coming straight out of college and playing in all those those invites is something that you learn as you play in all these all these uh, PGA events, and you kind of create a more detailed layout of what you want your week to be and what it to look like for you to have a chance on Sunday. Um, and that's something that I'm grateful to have been uh, have gone through in in the struggles and in all the uh, success. So so I'm excited. It is very exciting, dude, to watch what you're doing right now. That tie for eighth just Thank a you. couple of days ago just shows the potential that lies therein and what you're doing with the ball strike and particularly the strokes gain that you mentioned. And I love the fact that you know your stats as well because I think that's super important. We wish you the very, very best. We thank you as always for joining us and, and cannot wait to see what's next for you. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it.
Always a delight, my friend. All right, folks, we want to make sure that you guys are playing the right golf ball for your game. We were talking a lot about equipment just there, and you find out for the very best in the world, they won't put a piece of equipment into play unless it is perfect for them. So why not make sure that the one piece of equipment you're going to use on every shot is perfect for you? That's what Bridgestone Golf is offering you to do. Log on to BridgestoneGolf.com, and you can get V-Fit, as in video fit, and make sure that the golf ball that you're playing is right for your swing. Make sure that the club head speed that you're generating matches with the golf ball. They have the Tour B golf balls with that revolutionary reactive urethane cover that they have one that's right for you. We just don't know which one is right for you until you get V-Fit. Why not be short? BridgestoneGolf.com for more on that. And don't forget, Ireland.com is a place where you can go to dream. What is your bucket list? I have a feeling it's probably Royal Port Rush or La Hinch or Bally Liffin or Bally Bunyan or Tralee or more. It's the greatest collection of Lynx golf courses anywhere in the world. Log on to Ireland.com and you can start planning today. Dream for it lies on the other side. More of the Fairways of Life show coming up. And when we come back, I'm going to go through with you how, when, and where you can consume the golf that lies before us. Stay with us. Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then, finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to plan your vacation today. Tourage is proud to announce two new hot launch series designed to cover both ends of the game improvement golf club spectrum. The Hot Launch E521 line is for extreme game improvement featuring the revolutionary Houdini Soul, offset head, extremely low center of gravity, and game-changing high MOI, or the Hot Launch C521 competition spec game improvement clubs that are for those looking for a classic look with a full suite of game improvement technology like diamond face and cup face technology, rear sole weighting, acoustic engineering, and an even deeper power channel. Tour Edge and the Hot Launch 521 line, pound for pound, nothing comes close. Log on to touredge.com today. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses and they're all in one place, would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in Northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw, sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boyne Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boyne Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to BoyneGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital. 
FootJoy, the number one outer brand in golf, is committed to helping you extend the golf season as long as possible this year with rain jackets and outerwear for all conditions. New to the FJ Outerwear lineup is the Hydro Tour rain jacket designed to withstand the most extreme weather. Made specifically for golf with a material that is quiet, comfortable, and waterproof, it also features a patented dry seal collar, a double collar that moves the water away from the back of your neck, not down it, no matter how hard the rain is coming down. Play more this year. Play better. Check out the Hydro Tour rain jacket and all the other industry-leading rainwear from FootJoy at FootJoy.com slash M-E-D-P. TheGolfTravelGroup.com is a luxury golf tour operator that specializes in custom travel itineraries to Scotland, Ireland, England, Wales, Iceland, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, and more. Guaranteed advanced tee times, incredible accommodations, airport meet and greet services, private guided tours and private drivers, all in luxury vehicles, and they have a staff that's been doing it forever. TheGolfTravelGroup.com. When Ben Hogan founded his company in 1953, his mission was to make the finest golf equipment in the world. That remains our mission today. We forge every club we make to provide the feel and feedback investment clubs simply can't provide. And our craftsmen micro-manufacture each club to your exacting specifications in our Fort Worth, Texas factory. You'll only find Ben Hogan Golf Equipment at BenHoganGolf.com. Visit us online. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life show. Pleasure to have your company on this Tuesday. Thank you to Dickie Pride and thank you to Justin Suff for joining us so far on the program. We've been having some fun this week. been working really hard on these videos that we've been making for Tour Edge because they're introducing what's called a Hot Launch 521 line, but there's two different models in the 521 line. There's a, there's a shot of a Tour Edge bag that we have up here on the new set. And you can see... Two drivers, two three woods, two hybrids, and you're wondering why is there two of each? Because they have an E model, which stands for extreme, and they have a C model, which stands for competition. So the bottom line is, and you're going to see all these details, in, or you could just log on to touredge.com and see them whenever you want today. Uh, it won't be our videos yet. Those, those will be up next month. But the information that is available to you is such that the E is for really extreme game improvement. You know, ultimate forgiveness, ability to launch the golf ball, all the things that you offset head so you don't slice it much, all those things that you want to help you play the best golf that you're capable of playing. On the C side, C521 hot launch product, that is more, less offset, more classic looks, Still, it has all the technology in it so that you'll benefit from modern technology. It just, it's a different look and feel depending on what your needs are. And that's why Tour Edge also wants everybody to get custom fit. So you can know what's right for you. And they have a lifetime warranty, which blows me away. TourEdge.com for more information on that. So we have been super excited for some years now in our association with and partnership with RSM. And the RSM Classic coming up, of course, right before Thanksgiving. But they started what they call Birdies for Love. Well, Birdies for Love is a charitable effort by the RSM Foundation where the player on the PGA Tour that has the most birdies or better in the 11 events that start this wraparound season 
and end with the RSM Classic just before Thanksgiving. Then, as you know, they take the big break until January. So the winner of that competition gets money for their charitable choice. Usually it'll go, say, to a player's foundation and something that they're working on. Like a few years ago, Cameron Champ won it. Uh, when he won it, they, he and his, and his dad and his grandfather had bought the, the golf course that he grew up on. And it needed $300,000 in repairs and additions. And he won $300,000 through Birdies for Love. So it's a campaign that the players really are vested in. They know what's going on. And when it comes down to the wire, it matters. But here's the funny thing. Week in and week out, you're talking about birdies that could be in the vicinity of mid-20s or higher, depending on the venue and and how many birdies that the golf course and the tournament's going to give up. Well, we gave up a lot last week. So you'll see a lot of movement on that leaderboard. And right now on the master leaderboard, and we have a, a separate shot where we'll pull it up even closer for you so you can see it if you're, if you're watching us perhaps on the television side so you can see it on your phone. Or if you're listening to us on the radio side, I'll give you where the leaders are at. So right now, birdies for love with 75 birdies or better, Bo Hostler is leading the way. Second place is Adam Shank, two behind at 73. Third place with 71 is tied between Sam Burns and Christopher Ventura. And then from there we go Grillo and Pan with 70. Uh, Peter Malnati has 69 birdies, so he is six shots off the pace. So it's a great program. It's an exciting program. It's going very well for the players. It's going very well for the tour, and it's going very well for RSM. But RSM takes it and kicks it up a notch because through their offices around the country, what they do is the offices also get involved in raising funds for Birdies for Love. And we're going to get some more detail on that in the next couple of days because it's incredible what they're able to do, how much they're able to do, and the way it goes back into their local communities and all of those that benefit from the same. Just one more example of how incredible the game of golf is and the way that the game of golf gives back more so than any other sport. All right, so as I promised you before we say goodbye on this Tuesday, I want you guys to start planning ahead, if you please, about how and when and where you can get your golf coming up this week. Uh, First of all, the CJ Cup, remember, it is not in South Korea this week. It's actually in the United States. It's actually in Las Vegas. It'll start with PGA Tour Live, which is distributed by NBC Sports Gold. Starts Thursday at 1245 All right, 12.45 p.m. goes all the way up into primetime and beyond. It goes to 8 p.m. scheduled time. So 12.45 and Thursday, Friday, and Saturday and Sunday is when you can catch the coverage, the dedicated coverage on PGA Tour Live. Uh, The featured group coverage there in this week, uh, Justin Thomas, Brooks Koepka, Sanjay M. Then Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, and Matthew Wolf, Rory McIlroy, Sergio Garcia, and Siwoo Kim. And then finally, Colin Morikawa, Xander Shoffley, and Victor Hovland will be the featured groups. Coverage of the CJ Cup, we have it for you in Golf Channel starting Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And that will be the start time on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time each of those four days. The European Tour Scottish Championship will start out our broadcast day on Golf Channel at 7.30 a.m., Thursday morning, same time on Friday for the Scottish Championship, first year of the event. It's actually being held in St. Andrews, but it's out at the Fairmont, uh, the Torrance course at the Fairmont, which is outside, maybe 10 minutes outside of downtown 
uh, St. Andrews. So Thursday and Friday at 7.30 a.m. at Golf Channel, Saturday and Sunday, the start time is at noon each of those two days. And PGA Tour Champions, the Dominion Energy Championship starts Friday and runs through Sunday. Start time is the same on Golf Channel each day at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Delighted to have your company today. Thank you very much for it. Again, thank you to Dickie and to Justin for joining us on the program. Hope you guys have a great Tuesday. Looking forward to being back with you again tomorrow for Spared. Until then, goodbye for now.